Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hello, it's T and I'm very excited to continue our conversation about joy versus conditioning. And so last time, what I sort of pulled way back and, and named was the dynamic, the human dynamic of survival for so long was all we could worry about, right? Way back when. And then it sort of moved into a submission kind of a dynamic, a hierarchical dynamic um, between humans. And now we're seeing that being eroded. So what is that? I'm, I'm gonna stick with the alliteration. I like the S alliteration for this, right? Survival, submission, then seeking. And I, I believe what we as a collective and what our children, the new generations are seeking and are, are building really are creating is a dynamic that is more horizontal that is more collaborative, that is more of an equal sharing of, of power among equals and recognizing the power that we each bring and the gifts that we each bring. And so that can be very challenging it for us as parents um, when we were the ones that most of us raised in more of a submission kind of a family dynamic, kind of a, a culture, because that was the culture at the time. That was the societal norm. That was just, there was more of that around us. There is less of that around us today. And so like we're saying with divorce, that used to be taboo. Now it's not. Our, our children are not surrounded by these hierarchical, vertical power dynamics, the way that we were. And I had a, a fun personal, well, fun, <laughs> interesting maybe, um, personal example that I wanted to share with you. And I probably would have shared it anyway, but now that I know that I'm connected personally with someone that shares this very same dynamic, I'm going to share it as well uh, because so some of you know I went to college at MIT which of course is well known for science and engineering and technology I might not be the least technical person that you know but I am not highly technical okay and um, when I was there my very first semester I was in a, a sport for only one semester <laughs> and 
it just took too much time. I, I couldn't do it beyond that. And I met a lot of women. I was on a, a women's team for one semester and I had the opportunity and just gift to reconnect with one of those women whom I hadn't talked to in over three decades. Okay. So we were not close at MIT. We were not close in college, but we got back in touch and we started sharing a little bit of our stories with each other. And what we both realized was that we had, you know, the details are different, right? The details for all of us are different, but the similarity was that we both had some aptitude in math and science that was recognized when we were quite young. And we were kind of nudged and prodded and, and directed like, wow, that's great. You know, um, you're a woman, math, science, um, technology, that's great. You should, you know, pursue that. And, you know, math, science, engineering, these are great things um, for women these days. So we both really like saw that and, and bought into it and found ourselves at MIT and we both graduated and we both went into um, our fields for uh, a comparatively short period of time compared to the three decades, okay? Just, you know, whether it was three years or 10 years, we, we each got out of it. And we each, you know, are kind of looking back and going like, wow, I really was looking outside myself, believing that other people knew better than I knew what was good for me and what was right for me. And that is what I want to, uh, that was just a little magnification to illustrate the dynamic here for us as parents and as a collective in whatever generation you are, whether you're a generation X or Y, or, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe you're a millennial at this point listening. Chances are the dynamic that you grew up in is different than the, the, the one that your child is growing up in. And so when we solidify and contract around these beliefs about there's right, there's global right or wrong. I need to do these things in order to be a good parent, sibling, son, daughter, employee, blah, blah, blah. And I really kind of hold these things as, as rigid and contract around them. They feel very heavy and they feel very solid and they feel immovable and what happens is we look at our reality and we just think, oh my gosh, it's the same and it's always going to be the same. How can I ever change this? How can this ever change? And what I want to do, and this might be a good, might be a good point for us to do um, a few deep breaths because I, I want to sort of change the lens on that a little bit. And I want to help us see that all differently. So let's do take 20 or 30 seconds here. You can put your hands on your heart, your hands on your knees. 
just in a comfortable seat. And if you're driving, you can still be in a comfortable seat, but maybe keep your hands on the wheel and keep your eyes open. Just go ahead and take a few deep breaths, very deep down into your belly. And exhale. And again. And we'll take one more, really breathing right into your belly, all the way up into your heart. And then relaxing your neck, your shoulders, and softening just a little bit. Okay, now I wanna share with you the reason why some of these things feel very solid and very heavy and very immovable is because, yes, they've existed for us for a long time. And we've believed them for a long time. And we've taken them to be certain and we've taken them to be immovable. And so what we're doing is we are recreating those every day. It's not that they're immovable and they're permanent. We are subconsciously, unconsciously recreating some of these things every day. They don't have to be true. They don't have to be solid. And I don't know about you, but so at the time of this recording, it is the first quarter, it's, uh, it's January in 2021. And a year ago, I thought it was a sure thing. I never gave a thought to being able to go into a coffee house whether it's a generic one or a, a homespun coffee house outside of my house and meeting a friend or a colleague. Never thought twice. That was always going to be around. That was a sure thing. Hey, let's meet at, you know, let's meet at Starbucks. Let's meet at this one, that one, Pete's Coffee, Timmy's, let's meet. And for how many months out of last year was that impossible? nine and a half months out of last year. So there are a lot of things that we take for granted because we've believed them for so long. We've operated under that system for so long. We're recreating some of these things. And I want to offer another personal example and, and of a tool for you really it's a tool that i used last year a lot and i'm going to continue to use it because it's like peeling off layers it's just allowing more and more joy versus conditioning to come to me to come into my life so i want to offer it to you and that is a question that i began asking myself 
whenever I was finding myself facing something unwanted. And so last year, my personal example is that last year when the masks began and when I found myself needing to go to the grocery store, but needing to wear a mask, I remember vividly the first time I don't remember when it was, if it was April or whatever, it was a long time ago. Now it feels like a very long time ago, but the first time having that mask on and going to the grocery store, I felt so icky. And so it just felt like such negative energy. It felt terrible. And I needed to ask other people in my house if they would do the grocery shopping for a few weeks while I worked through this. And while I, I figured out how to meet this because I needed to meet this, I wasn't sure then how long it would be with masks. And I'm sure glad I, I met it because it's, it's still going on. Right. So the question that I started asking myself was what else is possible? what else is possible? I was not in control of whether I could go into the store and do my grocery shopping without a mask on. That decision was being made. And regardless of how I felt or thought or anything about that decision, that decision was made. It was not up for discussion. So what else was possible besides me just coming up against that complete negative feeling and just feeling like stuck and swirling. I kept asking that and I kept asking that and I won't take you through all the iterations of that. Okay. But I got from, I can't even grocery shop to I can grocery shop and I can smile with my eyes at other people and I can send energy and I can like now I can see some gifts in the mask. There are some positives to it. I can kind of talk softly to myself and nobody knows. I can have some expression that I don't have to worry about people seeing. So, you know, what else is possible? So those are some of the early layers, right? So those are some of the layers at the grocery store, but I, I found ways to peel off those layers of resistance to the mask that allowed our family to take a holiday together um, over the Christmas holiday internationally. We went to Costa Rica and that actually was supposed to be, I had a big birthday in March. I had a 50 year birthday in March of 2020 and it was supposed to have been uh, like a getaway for my husband and me. And it turned out evolving and I, I turned out to allow it to evolve into a family thing for Christmas. We found a way, there was a place, there was a time where it could happen. And so I don't say that to tell you anything about you know, the details, the details are not important. What is important is meeting resistance, asking what else is possible and softening into 
what is possible. So I've kind of exceeded my uh, projected time limit here, but we're gonna continue with this conversation about joy and conditioning next time. So until then, be well and, and be soft with yourself, right? Drop into that breathing whenever you need it. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.